What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the SmartCast with uh, me, your host, Operator1198. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the three things I loved and didn't love about South Florida's transit. So, getting right into it, um, it was an incredible way to celebrate my 30th birthday. Um, I was fortunate enough to leave the cold, brisk winters behind for a few days and, you know, in a sense, relax in the warm summer-like weather of Miami Beach and Fort Lauderdale. It was uh, an amazing vacation, one that was possible through transit. So, for the record, uh, this is not an ad. I, I really just really am big uh, on South Florida transit. It's, it's really cool, especially if you want to save money. I saved a boatload of money on avoiding rental cars and Ubers. Um, because it was spring break. I had no idea it was spring break when I uh, when I came down here. I was kind of just coming to hang out and chill and enjoy the sun, uh, but it was spring break, so Ubers and Lyfts were just, oh my gosh, the surges were, were ridiculous. And um, I budgeted transit as part, as part of my overall budget, and I saved a ton of money because of it. So with the money that I saved, I was able to really do a lot of other cool things, uh, like buying a lot of tacos. Love tacos. Who doesn't love tacos? Um, Though this wasn't my first time using transit in the South Florida area, it was probably my favorite. So we're going to get right into it. Here are three things that I loved and I did not love about South Florida's transit. One of the things I did love and I kind of touched on in the first part, the intro, uh, was the prices. I love the prices. So I'm going to make something very clear. If you don't listen to the rest of this podcast, just make sure you get this part. There is no better way to get to Miami from Fort Lauderdale than the bus. It's the best possible option. Uber in a decent portion of the day with no surges will run you 45 bucks at a minimum. If you want to get a rental car, you know there are, there's the rental car fee, there's insurance, you have to reimburse for gas. Uh, it's just so many unnecessary costs, right? And let's just say you get to Miami and parking will for some reason in miami only be five dollars as that's you know we'll just give it five if you've ever been to miami you know that i'm greatly exaggerating um that five bucks i'm doing you a favor so let's say it's five bucks you can weigh all of those costs versus the drum roll um i don't hopefully the editing guys can put one in but if not just picture a drum roll in your head weigh those costs versus the two dollars and sixty cents that's it. $2.60 it costs you to commute from Fort Lauderdale to Florida. That, I, I'm not exaggerating. It's literally $2.60. The, if you're coming from Fort Lauderdale, you can catch the number one. You can catch it from the airport. So if Miami's flights are too pricey, which they normally are, I personally don't think it's worth it to fly into Miami. I've flown into Fort Lauderdale for years. Solely because you save hundreds of dollars on a flight and it costs you two bucks and some change to get to Miami anyway. You'd be a fool not to. Um, it costs you two bucks on the number one. It's gonna say uh, the number one to Aventura Mall. And then you get a 60 cent transfer. And the transfer is good for three hours. So if you get a transfer at 12 o'clock, you don't have to board your next service till about a little bit after three, which is incredible. Most transit agencies are only giving you 90 minutes you know, an hour, maybe two hours. Nobody's giving you three. And the distance between the airport and uh, Aventura Mall is less than 30 minutes. So you're not really losing a lot of travel time as well. It's it's literally the best, uh, best value in town. You know, coming from Fort Lauderdale to South Beach is incredible. 
uh, I dare you to find me a cheaper travel option in the United States where you can go such an enormous amount of distance in between two different transit agencies and spend $2.60. Something I did not love was the transit app. So I had stayed in uh, Broward County along the number 40 line. It's about a seven minute bus ride from uh, my hotel to Loasis Beach. So the 40 isn't uh, a frequent service. It runs at about 30 minute headways. Though 30 minutes isn't incredibly long, you, you don't wanna miss your ride. I, I didn't love, uh, man, I, and I don't wanna exaggerate, I, I did not love how bad the synchronization between the bus's actual location versus the suggested time remaining um, that the apps were giving out. I, I didn't love that at all. So uh, by me kind of being transit savvy, whenever I check the, the time remaining uh, on the transit app, I always normally go to pull up the bus's location as well, just because it kind of gives me a better idea of my, you know, gauging my, my wait time. Um, I found a lot of success viewing the bus's location and determining when my bus would come. Um, while the actual minutes remaining was extremely inaccurate. In most instances, I, I literally saw the bus a block or two away. Like I could see it with my eyes. And I checked the transit app just to kinda, you know, see and gauge it. And it would have the bus saying like, oh, time remaining, 29 minutes. And I'm, I'm looking at the bus. Um, I, I don't know if it's an issue where the time remaining was more so a program schedule and the bus's location was, you know, more of the real time trackers. Uh, but for, for whatever reasons, I, I didn't really love it. If you're not really familiar with the transit, transit app and you don't know how to get everything out of it, you could have really been in for some, some really, really crazy uh, bus waiting. You know, you're sitting in your hotel. Oh, hey, the bus will be here in five minutes. You go outside and the bus doesn't show up for 27 minutes. And, um, you know, you look at the app and it says the real time was five. And it just, it, it, it makes for a bad vacation. So uh, I, I didn't really love that synchronization between uh the suggested time versus the bus's actual location. The second thing that I love, uh, they had great equipment, you know, uh, it was up to date, it was comfortable, and I personally, I love Miami's, uh, Miami-Dade's Transit's new 1900 series new flyers. So, as a, as a transit operator, you kind of develop a fun habit of appreciating other systems' uh, material. You appreciate their drivers, their buses. You, you appreciate the, the whole experience of catching someone else's transit system. Here at uh, MTA, the newest bus uh, that I've driven was our uh, 1800 series, which, you know, eight, you know 2018, you can kind of put two and two together um, and kind of get that out there. 2018 new flyers are pretty, pretty cool, but these 1900s were, were really, really fly. I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed riding those. Some of the, the technology they had in those things were, were, were fantastic. The, uh, clever dis uh, the clever displays were really good. Uh, it was really smooth. Uh, the, the ride was great. The interlock, I was really impressed with the interlock. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what an interlock is, it's pretty much an electronic brake. It's a safety feature that stops buses from, in short, pulling off while you're still getting on. You don't want people getting stuck in the door and getting, you know, drugged down the street like you've seen in some of those old 90s movies. But the interlock was so efficient, um, where as soon as the doors were shut, the interlock were released and the bus was able to pull off. It made for uh, really, really quick bus stops. And as a driver, I could, uh, I could appreciate that. Uh, really, really appreciate that. That's such a, a really, really cool tool 
when it comes to trying to achieve a, a really, really good on-time performance. And not to mention the uh, the raps were really good. I had a chance to ride the uh, 72 to Sawgrass, and that tick was one of the most beautifully wrapped ticks I had ever seen. Really, really good equipment. Uh, they, they definitely knock it out the park when it comes to the quality of their buses. Something I didn't love and was a, a little bit perplexing to me was that there's no uh, there's no sort of rail, you know, train system for tourist attractions. Now, it, it could be the big city kidding me, but with a lot of my life kind of spent in the, the Northeast corridor of the United States, I had pretty much become accustomed to subways or rails being uh, focused on tourist attractions in some capacity. Uh, some of my favorite places in New York, Philadelphia, uh, DC, uh, Boston, even back home in Baltimore, the train takes you to almost all of them, you know? Uh, it takes you downtown, it takes you to the sports stadiums, it takes you to Times Square. Back home, it takes you to the Inner Harbor, the aquarium. In Philadelphia, it takes you to South Street. You know, all of these things were accessible by train. And uh, I'm not a native Floridian, Floridian, I believe it's called. So I might not understand. The ridership just may not warrant a big train system. But you can only really wonder what a subway or a, some sort of light rail could do uh, for the beach. You know, when I got down there and the beach was crowded, it was so crowded and it was nowhere really to park. And it's so, the scenery is so beautiful along the number 40 line. You can only really wonder how, how could this beach and the economy down there really flourish if there was a train that could actually bring uh, people to it. One could wonder, but like I said, I'm not really a native Floridian. So uh, it, it just may not warrant it, I don't know. But I know um, as a tourist, I was a bit surprised to see that you can't really get anywhere um, special or you might have seen on uh, Yelp by train or subway. So that, that was really interesting. And unfortunately, it was one of the things I didn't love. But I did love uh, Central Terminal and Aventura Mall. So they might not have a train, but they have uh, a lot of bus hubs here. And the, the bus hubs are great. These transit bays are some of the best I've personally ever seen as a driver and a tourist. Uh, but for tourists, they are really easy to navigate. They're really easy to access. Someone with no Florida experience could easily find their way around these loops. There's fare machines, there's a customer service booth. Um, the multiple times I went to both, there was literally a street supervisor every time on location, you know, ready to take your questions, give you directions. It was really, really awesome. Um, it's full nearby, whether you're at the mall, it's restaurants and stuff, or a central terminal as a McDonald's, it's a pizza shack right there. Uh, you know, so you won't be hungry. Um, I've always said that transit works best when commuting is an experience. Aventura Mall and Central Terminal easily provide both. Um, and in my personal opinion, uh, I could be kissing up a little bit, but Aventura Mall with the trees and the green and the, just the scenery, I think Aventura Mall is the most beautiful bus stop in America. I, I do. It's just, it has so much to offer if you like taking pictures and you just like, you know, enjoying uh, what nature has to offer. Really, really incredible. Um, and in closing, the, the last thing I didn't love uh, was the lack of smart pay options. Again, you know, like I said in the, my uh, previous category, it could be the, the city kid in me talking uh, and not necessarily being from here, so it might not warrant it. But uh, up here in the Northeast, I had kind of become accustomed to smart cars and mobile passes. For the most part, um, down here, both, both, uh, most bus transactions were swipe, you know, you can swipe your ticket or you could cash. 
So I felt like these were really time consuming. Smart cards and, and mobile passes kind of allow for quicker boarding, quicker discharge. It just makes it easier as a driver and as a rider because you can get in and out of bus stops. Some of the heavier bus stops had extremely long dwell times, um, particularly when you have multiple people purchasing day passes. You know, for example, when um, I was going to the beach early, I wanna say maybe like 8.30 in the morning because I wanted to see, uh, I just wanted to hang out and see and just kind of take part in the, the nature and the scenery and catch the sun rising best I could. So I caught the 40 at about 7.30 a.m. So I kind of got lodged in with commuters and students and things of that nature. Um, and you have people getting on the bus that are getting day passes or regular passes. So, you know, best case scenario, they're putting on a $5 bill. Worst case scenario, they're putting on five separate $1 bills, which if you know as a driver is, is, is so time consuming. Um, so I found myself just kind of sitting in the seat like, oh man, we haven't pulled off yet. You know, um, I feel like smart passes uh, and just kind of adding more technology could probably really cut down on some of the dwell time, particularly at uh, Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. Didn't really have that problem too much in Miami, but it, it definitely was a, uh, a inconvenient issue up in um, Fort Lauderdale just because some of the bus stops were so long and I really didn't feel like they had to be. But all in all, I, I gotta say, I really enjoyed my experience. Uh, South Florida's transit network is, is one of my personal favorites. And because of that, um, it gets a four out of five rating to me with the only thing I truly uh, feel like I just did not like and there was no way around was the lack of smart pay options. You know, I can kind of get over the transit app because I know how to work around it. Um, so I'm giving it a four out of five with the only thing, like I had mentioned, just kind of being the lack of the mobile or smart uh, card options here. It's But the system's great for locals, it's great for tourists, uh, commuters, or if you just want to ride around, it, it gets an added boost because you can just catch the bus and look out the window and you will be perfectly fine. You get beaches, you get trees, you get these really nice houses, you get yachts, you get anything you want just catching the bus in Florida. So it gets a four out of five stars from me. Uh, it was really, really great. The customer service was great. The sites were great. The ride was smooth. Uh, this has been Operator 1198. I can't wait to see you again, South Florida. Until next time.